Chris Landry is our guest. Welcome back, everyone. We've covered a lot of bases. Well, we've covered a lot of yardage since we're talking football here with Chris Landry. LandryFootball.com is where you can find all the information you're going to need to be able to follow the draft and certainly to follow the upcoming seasons in both college and pro football. But before we go any further, let's tell you about some important people. They are the good folks from Ameren, Illinois. And then when we come back, you'll hear from Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com on ClavesOnline.com. When you think about electricity and natural gas, how many natural gas customers do you have in the state? 816,000 gas customers in the state of Illinois that we serve. That's so, a big number. It is. It's a it's a big number and big responsibility. You know, we don't take that lightly and uh, you know, it's uh it's a privilege to serve the customers in the state of Illinois and our and me and my coworkers, you know, we take that very seriously. So if you think about the state of Illinois, anything but pretty much Chicago and the Chicago suburbs is served by Ameren, Illinois. And so our service territory is actually uh, 44,000 square miles. It's bigger than the state of Indiana. That's a lot of coverage. And so when you think about coverage and we think about sources of energy, most people think of Ameren, Illinois for electricity. But natural gas is a major player in what you do. Yes, it is, uh, Mike. You know, natural gas, we, you know, like you said, Ameren, a lot of people think electricity. But Ameren, Illinois is made up of three companies that all had natural gas before, and those combined companies are a top 25 gas utility in the nation. We have over 18,000 miles of pipeline throughout the state, 12 uh, storage fields, and uh, 1,250 miles of transmission lines that serve our customers. That's, that's a lot of property and a lot of coverage. So give me some of the uses for natural gas and some of the things it's being used for other than maybe being on a gas grill. Yeah, so I, you know, the easiest way for me to describe that is, uh, you know, I built a house about 10, 12 years ago. So I have a gas furnace, I have a, it heats my home obviously, I have a gas water heater, I have a natural gas dryer, I have a gas stove for cooking my food and oven. I also have a gas uh, fireplace, which also serves as a little furnace for my living room. And I have a gas grill, as you mentioned, for cooking my food. So I got six appliances in my house that run on natural gas. So you're covered with gas, or in this case, cooking with gas. Yeah, I'm you're cooking with gas. gas, right. Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com is our guest. You can go to his website. Everything you need to know about football on the college level, and certainly the NFL, is going to be there, especially the draft. Let's talk a little defense about this particular draft. Um, you mentioned the offense certainly had some great pieces for it. What about the defense do you like, and is there a position that you feel is strong? Well, I like Chase Young. I like him a lot. I think he's the best player in the draft. Um, I mean, I'd take the quarterback over him because if you don't have a quarterback, that's more important. But Chase Young is outstanding. I think he's um, he's got probably more natural ability than the Bosa's coming out. Uh, doesn't have quite the technique that those guys have, not as finished, but this guy's special. Um He's a he's a more athletic Chandler Jones who can just really run. I, I think it's a good group, uh, not a great group of defensive ends. Um, I think it's got value a little bit later. I think the defensive tackles are intriguing. I like Derek Brown. He's not a great pass rusher, but I think he's a big space eater. And I love Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Uh, and if he checks out medically, I think he's one of the top five players in this draft. So. I think it's a it's a really solid group that uh, I like the the mixture and the combination of guys that's got some edge rush ability and some guys that um, have the ability to rush the passer from inside. 
Give me a project player, a guy who comes in, he passes the eye test with his size and everything, and if he's in the right situation, if you give him a little time, he could be something special. Do you have that player out there? Yeah, I think Terrell Lewis. I think he's a guy that's unusual coming out of Alabama and that because of injuries and circumstances, he hadn't quite developed as much as they had hoped. I think he's got elite edge rush ability that hadn't been tapped yet. I think he's definitely one of them. I think Justin Matabuke and Neville Gallimore from A&M and Oklahoma, respectively, are two good. Well, Gallimore is a three technique, and Davidson, I think, is a five technique. Um, I think both of those guys have some good upside that can be really good at the next level. Um, you know, I think Jordan Elliott, Missouri, is intriguing. I think Julian Aquara from Notre Dame uh, is impressive um, as well. And I think Daryl Taylor of Tennessee has some ability to develop. James Lynch of Baylor, another guy that uh, I think can be really good. Uh, and Jabari Zaninga, uh, guys that uh, a defensive end from Florida that I think value in the third round could be really good players at the next level. What about linebackers this year? Do we have a difference maker that can uh, really turn the game around? And, and it looks like linebackers well, are getting a little bit more athletic. They're not as stiff, and obviously you see some guys who can rush the passer as well, but do we have any real difference makers out there? Yeah, I think Isaiah Simmons is the most intriguing player this entire draft. I really don't know that I've seen a player like it. Um, you know, to make a comp for him is very difficult because he's a bigger Derwin James. Uh, he's a bigger uh, Levante David. Uh, this guy is built like a linebacker. He's bigger than number of linebackers in the league, but he plays like a safety. Uh, he's great in coverage. I, I would compare him as the defensive answer to Travis Kelsey. Uh, very few people can sit there athletically and can match up with a, a Gronk who's no longer in the league or or a Travis Kelsey. This guy can't. I think, though, people have asked me, yeah, but what is he? And I keep trying to say, if you don't embrace what this guy is, you're missing the point. He needs to be played a little deep on early downs, and then he needs to be played at Will Backer in nickel. I mean, he gives you tremendous range, tremendous speed. If you're going to just line him up, I think his position that you need to train him at is Will Backer. But I think if you just line him up at Will, well, then you're just kind of wasting what he is. I mean, I just, you know, I don't get it. I don't want to make the, the wrong comparison, but it's like saying, all right, yeah, Michael Jordan's going to bring the ball off the court, but, you know, we're going to make sure he passes it every time. No, <laughs> you need to let him do his stuff. Well, this guy, you need if you're not going to embrace him as a blitzer, if you're not going to walk him out in coverage, you're missing the whole point with this guy. This guy does a, a number of things very well. This guy has played all 11 positions at Clemson on defense. All 11. Um, I, I want to check my notes here to, to give you the numbers to make sure I got them correctly. This past year, he lined up 262 snaps in the slot, 13 snaps at corner, 116 snaps on the defensive line, 299 snaps in the box, and 132 snaps at free safety. 
This guy is um, 238 pounds, 6'4", that runs like a corner. Um, you know, and, and, and it's got great range. Now, he's not going to come up physically, take on guys. You know, uh, in the run game, he's going to avoid like a lot of these guys. But you have to play him in space. And people say, oh, it's not a three-down line. Yes, he is a three-down linebacker. Three guys are not three-down linebackers. are guys that can't cover the pass. This guy can line up on early downs at safety and be really effective. And you could just move him down uh, a little closer to the line of scrimmage and nickel. And, and you could just play that as he needs to. I mean, he's, he sees the game from all those different positions. So he's very trainable. I think he's intriguing, and I'd be all over this guy. Uh, but I'd have a plan for him, but I'd be all, all over this guy really high. I mean, if I were, you know, Detroit, and, and I don't know that Detroit's locked into taking the corner, quite frankly. They might take a Derek Brown. But I'd, if I were Detroit or the Giants, I'd, I'd definitely look at this guy. And I know he's in the mix, but I'd look hard at Isaiah Simmons. I know the Panthers would love for him to drop. That's Chris Landry. Stick around. We've got more coming your way on ClavesOnline.com, brought to you by Ameren, Illinois. We've got a lot more football to discuss, and you don't want to miss the next segment, I promise, and you'll hear it after we take this time out. We have a chance today to visit with Richard Mark, the chairman and president of Ameren, Illinois. And Richard, considering how many people that are working from home, and you have families at home as well, a lot of electricity is being used and a lot of power is being used and there are still ways to save. The best way to save energy is don't use it. And so not only reminding our children and ourselves to turn lights off, but in this day and age to turn our electronic appliances off, our electronic devices off. When you charge your cell phone and then you unplug it from your phone, if it's still plugged into a wall socket, uh, if it does not have some type of smart switch that you have it plugged into, that energy is still being used. So people don't realize all of the ways that they're still using energy. Let me ask you about the the, uh, the quarterback position because it looks like we're seeing guys that are a little bit bigger than what we've been accustomed to watching. And I would imagine that's a response to the size of some of these receivers that they're having to deal with. So do we have that legitimate physical shutdown corner with perhaps, I won't even use Dion or Dick Knight train lane as far as speed is concerned, but do we have that guy that just, he just checks all the boxes when it comes to being able to cover these big receivers for more than 35 or 40 yards? Yeah, but they're rare. I mean, Jeff Akuta's can do, Jeff Akuta at Ohio State can do that. I think C.J. Henderson is really good. He's not quite what Akuta is, but I think – He's got a, probably a little bit more quickness in the slot. But what you're seeing now, just like with receivers, you're seeing the guys that are physical, that the, 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 the Travon Diggs type guys that are the big zone corners. A lot of length, they're strong, and they may have good speed. But maybe they're not as quick. Maybe they can't handle the slot. So you take the guys – that just like the receivers that are the quick slots that we were just talking about, well, you have those guys that can match up with those guys. But you have to have those big physical guys. So you absolutely have, you know, kind of a mix and match of what you want um, that can do multiple, a multitude of things. And then you got guys like Anton Winfield's boy, Anton Winfield Jr. Mm-hmm. He's a free safety. He's, he's short. He's got a little bit of Tyron Matthew in him. He's a free safety, 
but can come down and cover a slot and blitz off the slot. So you have all different types of guys that can do a multitude of things. And right now what you're seeing is the safeties that have to cover and maybe cover bigger guys, but they've got to cover as well. And, you know, if a corner can't tackle, you're going to be in trouble there. So what you're seeing is not many guys can do it all, but it's a give and take. You get your big guy that can do one thing. You get your smaller slot, just like receivers. I mean, Julian Edelman or, you know, whoever is not great at, at, at certain aspects of being a receiver, but he's really good at the slot. Well, you got to do the same thing on the defensive side. Find those guys that can be a fit, which is why draft boards look so different because a really good zone corner is going to be really, really valuable to one team. But for other teams, it just doesn't matter. And if you go to Bill Belichick with a small corner, I don't care how good he is. He's just not going to be excited about it. So it's just – it's about finding the right mix and match. That's Chris Landry. We thank you for listening. Don't forget, stick around. Tomorrow we will have more of Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. We'll talk a little bit about the front offices, and certainly we'll talk about some of the key players that you're going to want to pay attention to when the draft rolls around. That comes your way tomorrow. We'll look forward to talking to you then on ClabesOnline.com.